bloopity bloop. <laughs> I, I love, uh, I loved reading the comments on, on the thing that I posted today because, because I didn't know if people would actually think it was funny because I didn't make it for the purpose of posting it. I made it because I was like, oh, I got this new ring light and I want to see what it looks like if you, if you put the camera on the ring light and like film. And cause I was like, isn't that what like the makeup gurus do on IG? Right. And so I do it and everything that could have went wrong did go wrong. Like that wasn't even scripted. That was literally just like me being an amateur. So I was like, this is not the career for me. But you know what it is? A comedian. And so I am going to make some content out of this. Exactly. Yes. And of course, Brendan is my inspiration. I can never, like, especially now with, like, TikTok and, like, YouTube and stuff. I'm like, I'm doing this all wrong. Like, nobody, like, they all have these, like, fancy setups. I'm on my, like, iPhone 6, like, like making <laughs> Like nobody, like nobody gets it, and they're like, "All right, like another Trump joke." Like, shut the fuck up. Uh, We love our kombucha queen, our kombucha activist. Jamila, TikTok is me and Paige's only form of communication. That's how we communicate. He asked me to do this via TikTok DM. He was um, like, "Well, oh my god." Well, pa- here's the thing. I'll log on to. T- I don't log on to. T- I don't have notifications turned on for TikTok. I only go on, you know, if I'm feeling like it. And whenever I do, I always get like, "Oh, five from Paige." Your for you page must be incredible, Paige. It is popping, but I will say these days, it's suddenly only um, now every single video is like a manifest video or like tarot cards being pulled or like some <laughs> spiritual awakening because I keep telling all my friends that I'm in the middle of a spiritual awakening because I really think I am. Are you part of Witches of TikTok? I am. I'm on Witch no. Talk. Witch Talk? Yeah, that- Have you seen Witch Talk? It's really interesting, actually. Well, some of them are, like, kind of creepy because they're, like, like, if you say this chant, like, you know I give into it. I love Witch Talk. I know you eat it up. I know you do. But, like, some of it, I'm just like, wow, this is... You've recited the chants back? I don't do the chants because, like, okay, here's my thing. A lot, I read the comments, too, and, like, a lot of people are, like, something, like, creepy happens, blah, blah, blah. I just think with spiritual stuff, like, if you don't know what you're doing, like, you shouldn't be, like, fucking with, like, energy. No, you and not, like, that's, like, not, like, you have to be, like, trained. And, like, there's people that, like, if it's something, I, I don't know, I just feel like manifesting, too, like, certain stuff like that. Like, you have to, like, know what you're doing. You can't just be, like, oh, I want this. Let me, like, like what, what was that? There's that new app that's called, like. Oh, oh Randonautica. Nautica. Randonautica. I did it. What is that? Oh, you did not. Tell me about it. Okay. So Jamila, I found this TikTok video. I don't know why this was the video that I saw that made me go, oh yeah, I need this app. I need to go on an adventure. So Randonautica is an energy detector is what it says. It uh, detects anomalies, voids through this uh, tracking device. It uses Google Earth coordinates and it just sends you to an anomaly or a void of energy in your area. There's one specific TikTok where a group of people used Randonautica and it took them to this beach or dock area. I know Paige is freaking out. She knows what I'm talking about. And it took them to this specific location where they saw a big suitcase, like like washed up onto this beach area on rocks. And they were like, oh, we want to go near it. There could be money in it. Of course, that's where this app is sending us. Come to find out, they go near the suitcase. It smells terrible. They call the cops. It's a body. It's a dead body washed up on the beach in a suitcase. An app sent them there. I don't like that. 
I don't it, like it at all. Like it was in the news and there's people that like same thing. Like I was watching another video because my friends tried to have us do it. And I was like, actually, I'm like down for an adventure. You guys know energy. That's my type of thing. But I was like, I don't really trust this app. Like I feel like, again, like you don't really know what you're getting yourself into. So we watched like this vlog and it was this girl who also was like taken to the woods and it happened to be like the backyard of like the neighborhood, like murderer. Like, oh my God. Creepy. And like, you have no idea like what you're going to, but like you manifest, like it tells you to think of something, right? Like what, what, yes. what was your experience? Have an intention is what it says. Have an intention. Don't ask me what my intention was. My, mine might've been a little <laughs> self-centered. Maybe I should say it. I was like, I want to find a significant other. Like I want it to be, uh, my intention, I was just like, I want it to be sexy. I want it to be <gasps> alluring and it took me to this chiropractic office <laughs> and i'm looking around like okay where's my okay, next where where's my crush where <laughs> so what did you find a parking lot so that was it did you, did you but did you go inside no it took me to it took me to the parking lot next to a chiropractor's office okay, chiropractic chiropractor yeah well, what if there was something underground like what yeah, how okay, long ago you're was, digging to it <laughs> no because that's probably what happened like buildings like buildings get built on top of shit you know like depending on how long ago that building was built there could be a body under the building like well not even that there could have been like something like etched in the tree or something that like gave you yeah i looked like, around not at that shit. like the app advertises itself as you set this intention and because you go on this, you have this sense of adventure. I, I went like, I biked a mile away from my home. I say that as if it's a big accomplishment. <laughs> okay, I'm a triathlete. You're like, okay, athletic. <laughs> All right, humble brag. <laughs> but um, the app advertises like, you're, since you're looking for adventure, you're obviously going to find something. And since you're looking for something, you're going to look for signs where they may not typically be if you weren't looking for something. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So Jamila, download this app. Maybe you can go on an adventure no, tomorrow. No, don't. I think it's in like, between you want me your... to die. No, I, nev <laughs> I never said that. Just like when you said that I support Leah Michelle shitting in wigs, I never said that. So my thing about, okay, so I totally understand cosmic energy and stuff like that. And it's definitely like a real thing. But like I was just explaining to one of my line sisters, like, not too long ago was like I understand that cosmic energy is a real thing but I feel like I don't know enough about it to pursue something because I know that it's not the kind of thing that you just do willy-nilly like you got to know what's exactly. up because if you manifest mm -hmm. the wrong thing you're messing you're messing with something we've all you're seen Ouija. With the universe did you see the movie Ouija? I, I don't do, I will not touch a Ouija board I won't do any kind of Me either. Like that. okay that is like this is the weird thing like I super into like energy and all that stuff but the thing that scares me most is like ghosts and like paranormal shit like that because when I was younger so, like I've had like weird experiences like we think my house is haunted like but that's another story but like that stuff like really scares me so I can't like even Casper the ghost I'm like no thank you like what <laughs> we're not friendly okay <laughs> what about the ghosts in Scooby-Doo where are you um that's actually my nickname my dad calls me Scooby ever since I was little because I'm afraid of everything and because I remind him remind him of Scooby-Doo Rut row.
Bloopity bloop. Right. <laughs> and to that, I say, oh, man. Um, wow. Well, welcome to the Paranormal Podcast. Tea, a drink with Jam and Bren. This is so exciting. So happy to be here. So oh, this is like a spooky episode. Are we ready for the intro? I thought that was your it. I thought you were doing it. It was. It was kind of my good like little segue. I feel like I needed to do it, but I can I can do it again where it's cleaner. Oh, this is. All right, and we're ready in fat. Oh, are we? I know this is the pre. We didn't start yet. I know we didn't. You're so professional. Wait, nine episodes in, we're pros. We're literally. We're coming up on our tenth. We have to do something special. It's just a bit so more sugar. warm. It's so hot outside, but I'm still enjoying this nice, warm. Can I actually get ice tea? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Paranormal Podcast Tea, a drink with jam and Bren. I'm Jamila Mom. You don't even have a name for yourself. You're your amateur beauty guru comedian, Jamila Muhammad. You're so right. I'm amateur beauty guru comedian, multi hyphenate. Jamila Muhammad. <laughs> and I'm newly employed Brennan Staff. And sound cue. Yeah, get into it. That's so exciting. Um, I was just showing Paige my uh, uniform. My shirt says, I'm on a tequila diet. So far, I've lost two days. <laughs> <laughs> May I ask what the job is that warrants this t-shirt? You work uh, at Margaritaville? <laughs> I work at a margarita bar, yeah. It's called Diaz wow. Tequila. Uh, they serve tacos, burgers, and tequila. Wow. I know. And Jimmy only- Buffett is quaking. <laughs> and it's only a 15-minute walk from my home? Honey. Oh, that's lovely. Honey, get into oh. it. Today, everybody, we have a very special guest with us on the podcast, a longtime friend of mine, my technical first friend at the University of Miami, Miss Paige Salufo. Paige is a native of the D.C. area. She is an actress, singer, comedian, kombucha enthusiast, coffee house extraordinaire. She is very environmentally conscious, very involved in activism. She is a member of the Sigma Delta Tau sorority. She is iconic. She's legendary. I'm so happy to have you here. Everybody, welcome Paige Salufo. Cue clapping cues. Yay. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Having me, you guys. We needed needed to have someone break the glass ceiling. It was a boys club for the past. I know, isn't that ghetto? <laughs> I know. Like, we, what? We didn't realize we only booked male guests, but. I mean, people do compare me to a more fun version of Hillary Clinton. What can I say? We break <laughs> that ceiling. And people also compare Brennan to Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I too have also played Hillary Clinton in a production at the 24-hour play festival so i think that's something that the three of us all have in common you know i mean we all just look alike we sound alike we're just like her it's really our brand i think we're hrc queens here literally (laughs) i love that well i'm so excited you're here i would like to start i guess by telling the listeners a little bit how we met because I just think that that's such a fun and interesting story and that I guess could also be kind of like informative and educational because the E is for what? 
education. education. <laughs> Period. And I don't Love know it. this story. <laughs> you you don't, don't know this story? story? No. Is, I, like, is, is this, like, you guys are looking at me as if this is in the Bible. Like, you don't know um, this? You this idiot. is like equivalent to like what would be on like a match.com like commercial like it's that cute sentimental and like it'll probably be the best meeting phone story i've had of college i don't know all right hit it um okay wait Paige, should i start or would you like to have the army oh from God, your such a couple um you can start you can popcorn me okay okay i got you so basically it all started during the second largest blizzard in New York history in 2016. I am at the National Unified Convention for college auditions. I'm in New York all by myself auditioning for BFA programs and I am running around. Wasn't that the first Yeah, that was the first time I've seen snow. Mm -hmm. That was the very first time I'd ever seen snow in my entire Floridian life. This story's already magical. I was a mess, if you could believe it. I was an absolute mess. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't even have the proper, like, snow attire, like, snow boots. I don't know what those are. I just wore my Doc Martens and called it a day. And so I'm walking around trying to find Ripley Greer. I can't see what's in front of me. I can't see my phone. The subways are shut down. I'm late to my first audition at 8 a.m., but, like, they were super understanding because of the blizzard. But I'm running around Ripley Greer looking like a mess. Until... I run into none other than Nadine Salufo, who is Paige's mother. And she, I have no idea who this woman is. And honestly, I thought she was trying to con me because I was running around, running amok. And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) And she was like, do you, do you need help? Like, do you, would you do do you want me to watch your stuff while you go to your audition? And I had heard, I had heard things about these kinds of auditions. These are the kinds of places where people like to steal your stuff. And so I was like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. I have my, my binder in one hand, my dance bag in the other. I'm wearing a coat on top of my leotard trying to go to this damn dance audition. And she was just like very insistent. And I was like, okay, fine. All right, fine. Right. Maybe this will work out. Right. So I leave my stuff with her and I go, I think it was my Miami dance audition. No, it was either Miami. You, okay. So then I come back and my mom's like, this is Jamila. Like, and we meet, we immediately headed off. We're like cracking jokes. And we were sitting outside. We both had just like happened to sit outside of the Miami room. And you weren't, I wasn't going to audition that day um, and for Miami. And you weren't going to audition. But then you were telling my mom about how your dad went there. And my mom was like, Mm -hmm. Jamila, you go in that audition right now. You'll kill it. And you were like, I don't know. I don't really know if I want to go to Miami. My mom was like, Jamila, you're going to kill it. And you went in and look at where we are, look at where we started, period. (laughs) Now we have literal degrees from the University of Miami. And it's just so crazy. So, So basically, the one person I have to credit going to the University of Miami to is Nadine Salufo because <laughs> I really I really was making every excuse possible to not go in that audition but she was one of those people that weekend that was like no you should do it like give it up they'll find a way they just mom everyone. Give it up. 
literally still not even here still stole the show she's a cover it's her way or the highway so she was like we will not leave until jamila goes in that room <laughs> Okay. No, she she was she was awesome. But me and Paige immediately hit it off. Mm-hmm. I even remember what you did for your audition. You did um, a monologue from the play that Spring Awakening is based off of. I did, and you did. Um, I can cook too, didn't you? I did. I yes. Did. Oh my god. Wait, Wait a minute. Were we all in the I can cook too callback? <laughs> yes. <laughs> More in common than we thought we did. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but you know at the end of the day i couldn't say see you and burn because i didn't book so <laughs> uh, that we are we're literally a trifecta of three individuals who were separated but we're all identical I are we identical triplets? i that's the name of this episode <laughs> <laughs> it's like wait have you guys heard of twin flames what it's is like, that is that like now? a topless bar it's it's like a spiritual thing, but it's not like it's not like it's not like a soulmate. It's like a twin flame. It's like you're meant your like energy levels are the same, and you're like have like on the same like wavelength, and you're like meant to have each other at some point in your life. And apparently, every person has a twin flame, but maybe we have a triplet flame. I, I think know. it's the three of us. Literally, we're really breaking the ceiling in every which shape possible this is so exciting this is so exciting it was really it really was meant to be it was a match made in heaven and then we both ended up going to miami and so we just it's not like like it's not like we met in new york and then i never saw you ever again because i would have actually been quite unfortunate but i remember when you posted that you were going to miami on facebook i was so excited yes because i remember like facebook messaging and like and i still had your number in my phone and i think like my mom still had your number too from being oh like, yes she does and i was like i need to text Jamila. oh my no, god so everything exciting. works out you know everything mm-hmm. happens for a reason and agreed the national unified auditions i want this on the pod for the record have to be the most chaotic thing ever invented why do we have them? Yes, they them? are. It's they to prepare are. you for the real world. You think Unifieds is bad? Try going to a cattle call. <laughs> I feel like that's what they tell people. I swear Unifieds is worse than everything because it's literally, because it's still that age where there's people's parents and then there's like the momagers and there's like the the kids like getting all competitive and it's like you just like mm-hmm. want a space to like chill out and like put your essential oils on your face and just be mm-hmm. I wish Nadine would have put essential oils on my face that day <laughs> literally oh is Nadine the essential oil queen and you're the essential oh, oil princess she, yeah yes. you she, got it from, I got it from my mom <laughs> I've been using them for literally 12 years so like back when they weren't cool I'd be like my mom be like put a like I'd like come to school with my oils and like everyone would be like which doctor who and I'd be like no 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 like you just wait and look at us now everybody has them I'm like Okay. What did I tell you? Breaking the glass ceiling. Maybe this is the perfect time to start because we're so early on in the podcast and I want to relish in these oils. Jamila, I hope you don't mind. I brought my um, diffuser with me and I wanted Paige to, I feel like I'm just not getting enough out of my oil diffuser and I wanted Paige to give me a little tutorial. Paige, do you mind? Of course. Okay. Maybe we can post a video of this for the listeners. This sounds like a very... um, visual experience for an audio medium. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. 
Okay, so Paige, take a look at the model. Okay. This is what we're working with. It is a, what is it, spa room? Yeah, spa room uh, essential oil diffuser. And all it has is this power button, okay? Okay. I open the top and I pour the water in there. Pour the water and then the drops. How, how much water? Usually, okay, it depends like which type, but usually it's about half, a little less than half. Is there like a line on the side? Usually there's like a line. All the way up to that line? Is there a line? There is a line. Okay, yeah, so that's where you do it. Each one's different because mm-hmm. it depends on how much it's like spurting out. So yeah, you pour to the line. This is ASMR. You hear that? And then I know I it's literally ASMR. Um, and then what, what, what oils are we working with today? Which well, ones you- thank you for asking. We're literally working with, I don't want to sound like a cheap queen, but he has a job now, all right? So we're going to upgrade after this podcast. We have Target brand essential oils. We have uh, lavender, relax, okay. sweet orange, enliven, or eucalyptus, invigorate. Okay, so here's how I would go about it. Yeah. Um, one, that is one thing I will say about essential oils, which now that you... These ones are fine for diffusing, but getting oils, you have to be careful because a lot of, now that they're becoming more like trendy per se, a lot of like big business brands and like companies will just be like, oh, it's like essential oil, like, and sell whatever. But a lot of times then it's like, it's not the most pure form. So there could be other stuff in there. And a lot of times essential oils can be applied topically or like, diffused or a lot of them can be ingested as well which a lot of people don't know but um i would say just most importantly is to find a brand that's sustainable and like because a lot of these oils are not made in the u.s like because they're not native trees or plants or whatever so if i if you need a suggestion i i've always used doTERRA and the reason why i use them is because they are it's like the most purest form it's sustainable and they're also supportive to the villages and communities that these oils are made in so these mm. the the farmers and the people that are producing these oils are also getting paid and like treated fairly because a lot of times it's almost like it's just a fair um sustainable and um it, it so that way you know they're benefiting from it as well and it's not just like these big companies coming in and like stealing their land and stealing their like tree yeah we love a woke queen oh my you do your research i, I literally... told you she's an activist oh 100 percent. no but I... for you i would say so that's like diffusing is different like if you're going to use the ones that you're using all of those have different purposes so that's like the magic of it is there's like millions of types of essential oils and um out of those three i mean it depends what you're trying to feel right now eucalyptus is my favorite essential oil like smell just because i love it i think it's lavender is also obviously lavender helps with sleep very calming like um sometimes if i'm having trouble sleeping i'll like put a little bit on my pillow but eucalyptus yeah you put a little bit on your pillow so you like like a drop you smell it that when you're laying down but I love eucalyptus just because I think it's equally as relaxing, but it's not like super potent. And it's just like this fresh smell. If you ever get peppermint, I like love to like, that's my favorite thing to diffuse is peppermint and eucalyptus. Make a nice little blend. You can Um, do that? You can definitely blend. I was thinking about it when you said you're three and 
lavender and eucalyptus could go together, but I wouldn't put either of those with wild orange because wild orange is like wild orange. I would use daytime. Firstly, I would use it like when you're waking up. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lavender and sweet orange. That sounds like indica sativa. That I'm not going to put those. Yeah. Together. <laughs> we we just don't know. We just don't know how that makes you feel. We no. I mean, and live on the podcast, like we don't know. We just can't experiment. We can't, <laughs> we can't risk it for the biscuit. Not today. I think um, we're going to go with lav. Go, go with lav. Go with lav. Oh, I no, support you that. Okay, you, you know what? You you just did a big question mark. I know. I I mean, because I did tell you eucalyptus was my was favorite. your favorite, and in honor of Paige, we're gonna do a little. Okay, bit. So, so I would say do eucalyptus, maybe with like one little drop of lavender. So that way, you know. That's my question. How many drops do I do? Because sometimes I'll go crazy because I feel like, gosh, I'm not getting enough. And if I, what do I? How much do I do? Um. So it depends how. It, I mean, it depends how fast it comes out of the bottle. But I would say usually like two. I'd say four drops. Four drops would be good. Okay. No more than that. Can uh, you put it close to the mic? Can you hear it hit the wall? So we can hear I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to try and uh, put the uh, gain on this really high, see if I can get a drop. Okay. Ready? Oh, that's sexy. Oh. Anticlimactic. You can't hear that? <laughs> I, can, I can hear it. I heard the shaking of the bottle. Fabulous. So do I need to go buy an oil diffuser now? Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Is it just gonna make me feel good? Well, it's something that you could leave. Like literally, I was that like crazy. I was that crazy bitch that literally brought one to my sorority suite. I had one at the Billy Goat in case like some someone needed to like. Even though that's outside, like I would literally like in high school, I'd bring them to rehearsals and stuff. I think I brought one to a dressing or one of our dressing rooms. Um, maybe that was burn. I don't know, but um. Yeah, it just makes you like there again, there's an oil for everything. So like if you're trying to wake up in the morning, you can use like his wild orange or like peppermint or something like that. But there's other ways you could do it. Like when you go in the shower, say you have peppermint and like you need to wake up, you could put two drops in the shower and then the steam that helps for like singing, it like it cleans it like cleans out your nasal and all that. So that's another little tip, you know? Maybe I should do that. Something I used to do, which is probably not good, is I used to huff peppermint. Like, I just open that bottle and I'd be like, you know, oh just, like, <laughs> just to like go about the day, you know? No, but like nice yeah. and awake. Sometimes you need a little huffing. <laughs> a little Listen, <laughs> there are kids out here who sniff glue. Okay. <laughs> a little candy cane I, won't hurt you. You're right. Snack. Chismo for the money. <laughs> you know that's a chismite. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes. Oh. Ready? I I'm about to turn it. it on. Ooh, turn it on. I'm so, ooh, oh. it's a cute, it's a cute blue light. color. Oh. For the listeners, yes, it is blue. Oh. Now it's turning ooh, it changes green, colors. red. Yes. So I'll set that off in the corner. Thank you, Paige. What I learned most from this is you really have to uh, invest uh, not only in good products, but conscious products. Yes. Again, I've just always used doTERRA just because I know that doTERRA. they're like sustainable. Um, again, like we said, conscientious company. But I would say steer away from like a lot of people, you know, just go on Amazon or and just order 
the first essential oil they see or at like when they're checking out of even like forever 21 or someplace like that you know where they just have like cheap little ones and people are like oh essential oil I would say if you have a good bottle, like I said, you can use it in so many different ways. Like my one thing of peppermint I use in the shower, I can, if I'm feeling nauseous, you can like put two drops in your water. You can literally drink it like cures my hangover. Like it does everything. Like (laughs) these oils are my saving grace. I have a mini game. I have a mini game. Welcome to the mini game page. You are the starlet in our mini game. So the way that this works, your agent calls you at midnight, ring, ring, pond to phone. Hi, Paige, how you doing? Listen, I have an audition for you, girl. It's at 8 a.m. tomorrow. You have to do your best 16 to 32 bars. Good night. Hang up. <laughs> That's all they say to you. What do you sing? Um, probably easy to be hard. That's like one of my... Go-tos, pretty on brand, and... All right, well... Yeah. Well, you're just going to have to prove it. Oh, come on. That's the game. (laughs) That's the end of the game. I don't know why... No! (laughs) I don't know why everyone is so shocked every time we do this. That's the game. (laughs) I was like, happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Twinkle, twinkle, little star. It would have had to have been the best damn twinkle, twinkle, little star I've ever heard, sis. Oh God, do I really have to sing? We're ready yes, to hear to this sing. hair I, 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 I love hair. Okay, maybe I'll sing Pink because I also always just pull out the rock stars because <laughs> so on brand. a usual song, you know? You'll never, you'll never catch me singing any, um, I don't know, soprano stuff. That's just not, it's just not me. And we wouldn't That's want fine. you that way. Um, Okay. I don't need it. I don't need it. You don't need it. You know it. Glitter in the Air? Of course. I'll sing Glitter in the Air. I do love that. Okay. Um, have you ever felt a lover with just your hand? Close your eyes and trust. Just trust it. Have you ever thrown a fist full of glitter in the air? Have you ever looked fear in the face and said, I just don't care? But it's only half past the point of no return. The tip of the iceberg, the sun before the burn, the thunder before the lightning and the breath. Before. Have you ever this way? Wow. <laughs> She's an icon. She's a legend. And she is the moment. Now, come on now. <laughs> now, come on now. Period. Uh, don't know if that was 16, but like, Pank, you said good in the air. I said she's my queen, so. I guess this probably goes off of what the, happened in the minigame. What did you... Do you remember what you sang, sang to book that gig? You were in Barrington for a summer. I can't remember. What summer yeah. was it? Sophomore into junior? or I did it last summer, and then I did a summer stock in Maine the summer before that. So that past two summers ago, I did All Shook Up for like two and a half months. Or like uh-huh. we were rehearsing for longer, but it, we had like, that was like all that ran the entire summer. And then, um, and that was in a 
hot barn, no AC, but you know, the typical summer stock experience. There was little bison and buffalo running around in the front because it was also this like farm for like bison. Um, And then last year I did Barrington and I was there from like May to end of July end of july the beginning of august it was like pretty much all summer that's long that's a yeah in it was i say i think i did i think i did easy to be hard for that i'm pretty sure um and yeah that was that was great honestly it was it was a lot so basically what i did was all of us were so i was under there was like two main stages and then like two they have like multiple shows going on at once, but there was like two big main shows. And I was understudying for um, a new musical. It was called False Springs. Believe it or not, it was a pop rock musical about fracking essential oils. And wait, also I like happen to be packing my shit right now. And I have my shirt right here that of course I cut to make it more like, you know me, but it says what the frack. Um, that was my show shirt. So, um, that was, yeah, it was a new, it was like, I know. I'm sure RuPaul was not happy. (laughs) No, he must've been, he was happy. Oh wait, no, because he is. No, this if it if it was if this was a show about anti-fracking, RuPaul was quaking. Not in attendance. It, yeah, it was all like making fun. It was yeah, it was like it it was like a hilarious, very satirical show, but it was you know picked at um, environmental issues like fracking of oil, big businesses, and um, but yeah, it was really funny because so I did. It is called like MTC, and basically it was like we were training at the same time. So like every mm-hmm. day, um, we it was kind. Of, each of us got like assigned to different things, um, which was cool because then we all got like so I got equity points for like being on that show, um, and it was also I was really happy that I was on that one. Not only because it was like the pop rock musical of all of them, um, but because it was really really cool to be in like a new works room yeah. where like, every single day like the show from the beginning to the end was so different there was new songs there were songs taken out like the plot there was major changes but it was just really really amazing to see how everyone collaborated and worked together and um the director uh Stephen Brockett he did he like recently just did Lightning Thief on Broadway Mm -hmm. but he was amazing like and just to show you like how amazing like two people from this show like went on to do lightning thief with him on broadway like he was very like super personable like super if if somebody had an idea or thought like something was funny literally even like a write-in he would be like i kind of like that and like would talk to the cast and be like okay like was very collaborative even to like understudies like he would turn around and be like was that funny and i'd be like yeah it was hysterical and then you'd be like all right well keep it like so it was very very collaborative um everyone was like the composer was amazing um the whole team it was it was a really cool experience and believe it or not the woman who i was understudying was my very art did you guys take do you guys have julie as a voice coach I do. She's yeah. my voice coach. No. Okay, so Julie, my mama away from home, my spirit <laughs> animal, my 
guide of Miami, literally my like rock. She was like, got her equity card with the woman I was understudying. Like they're very close. Like no way. It is the smallest world. Smallest world. And so that was just really cool. It's like a little, little circle thing. So yeah. It was was collaborative. It was working with people at the top of their game. I mean, we should probably say for our listeners, uh, Barrington stage, that's one of the most reputable regional theaters in the country. I mean, the fact alone that you got to go there for a summer and hang out with them and work on that, that's, Incredible. That's why we have you on the pod to plug your incredible oh. <laughs> achievements. Exactly. Which is really cool. Wait, I just want to give them a little like shout out right now because I think this is something really cool that they're doing. Is um, for those of you who don't know, Barrington takes place in the Berkshire Mountains, and this takes town place. takes place. <laughs> takes place. <laughs> <The> story. <laughs> This is the story of Barrington Stage. Um, no. So it's in, it is located in um, the Berkshire Mountains in a town called Pittsfield. And this town runs, like, I'm not kidding when I say the whole, like, Berkshire Mountains, especially Pittsfield, is run on theater. Like, that is, like, their main income is, like, the tourism, like, besides for, if, I mean, if you like ski and stuff like that, but a huge, oh, I see your little diffuser going to the side. I was like, what is that? <laughs> um, but it, it, it really runs, like all of their economy really runs on this like tourism of like people that come and get their season passes to see these shows. So with recent, um, the recent situation with COVID and everything, what they're doing is they are still going to have a season, but instead it's going to be like, so their next show is going to be a one man show. Um, So that way there's none of that like cast, you know, like big, large groups of people. And they're going to do it in their like huge main theater with like 30% capacity and just separating all of the seats, which I think is really smart. And keeps the arts alive and gives a lot of these people something to do because that's like what they genuinely look forward to all year. Um, So I don't know. I thought that was really cool. Um, Especially like I saw something on Instagram yesterday and it was like a picture of a plane and how now people are flying and they are packing these planes, like not even the seat in between every seat. And it's like, okay, we all know that one, that's not six feet. It's trapped air. There's no way that that's like safe or following the orders of what we should be doing right now in order to keep this virus Mm -hmm. from spreading. But, and then it showed a picture of like a, a huge theater and how like you can really separate these seats, but Right now, that's just not not an option, unfortunately. So I don't know. It's not a top priority, quote unquote. Exactly. It's not a top priority, but we can, you know, still be thousands of feet up in the air with strangers coughing on us. Right. So. A whole mess. But I think it's really cool that you did a show about fracking because, like, you know how we're um, triplets or whatever? Oh, yeah. Coincidentally, when I used to do mock legislature, right, I was a, a Senate minority leader, right? And one of one of the bills that I actually passed was an anti-fracking bill. Oh my Senate. God. I, I remember, like literally one of my proudest moments, I did so much research on uh, fracking and I, I had to stand up there and give my little speech 
about why this is wrong and how it's detrimental to the environment. And I was like, I yield my time to a like-minded individual, period. Pass that hoe. Really interesting. See, we're connected. Right? I have no fracking story. <laughs> no ties. So are you with RuPaul on are the fracking farm? Are you saying I'm with farm? the enemy? Are you saying, are Jamila, look at me in the eyes over the Zoom. <laughs> I'm not Are saying you, that you. I'm not saying that you agree with Liam Michelle say saying. That. <laughs> I'm not saying that you agree with Liam Michelle. But which, by the way, guys, I just I to, I told Brennan via our um, via TikTok? our TikTok DMs because for the listeners, if you missed it, that is our main form of communication. Um, even though I ignore the shit out of him with my like. 18. No, you don't. Hey, this is the most recent one Paige has sent me. Not to brag or anything, but uh, I don't need alcohol to send texts I regret. Live free or die, baby. Shoot your shot. It is 2020. <laughs> um, Let but you, I was telling Brennan that I just watched my first RuPaul Drag Race episode the other day. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Wow. <laughs> I'm shocked, but I know. Tim and Livy were like turning me on to it. And now I'm like really into it. Like I, cause I have this thing where I'm like, I don't really like reality TV, but that has like actual talent. It has a story. We have characters. <laughs> oh, right. Wait, little- okay. So did you start at the top, like season one? No, just, it like, was go like straight into no, all stars or something. I was still really into it that I was like, okay, I need to go back because I need to learn still. I finally learned guys since sophomore year when we all did pirates and everyone was like miss manji and i just gave into it because i thought it was like quirky but now i actually know the backstory miss manji and i go way back i'm just such a nickname girl that like people like sometimes don't really i mean jamila and i both know but like i will hey, give p money what's like, jamila's nickname p money Okay, well, J-Money. I'm P-Money, and we just say, like, J-Money. Like, it's kind of just like a, it's like our, but the, our, our rapper. The name. real gag is, though, is that it's not just Paige who says it. It's Paige's entire friend group. It is. They literally everyone. Oh, my God. The whole group. The whole squad. The whole, it, the whole Italy squad. The whole squad. I mean, you're a part of it. I know, and I wasn't even there. I love it. There was a kid in my middle, middle school they used to call G-Money, and, um, I think they, he thought it was cool, but it was definitely bullying because they would definitely, <laughs> they would go around singing, G money go clank in my piggy bank. G money go clank in my piggy bank. G money go clank in my piggy bank. G money go. <laughs> and like you're low vibing to it, but like you're like, guys, this is rude. Guys, we really should stop picking on the, <laughs> this kid. G-money. I like that. What's G-money, the problem? Yeah. No, they really bullied G Money. I'm not going to say his name. The reason why I would go by P Money is in middle school and a little bit of high school, I used to do a um, competitive hip hop team. (laughs) And one time, this girl like came up to meet me, and like I like she was like, "What's your name?" Like without responding, my friend was like, "Her name's P Money." So then, like everyone called me P Money, and it was just too late for me to tell them to stop. So I was like, "All right." Absolutely. From then on, I was like, "Okay, fine." P Money, but broke. Yeah. Isn't that that your instant name? That's that's somewhere. That's my TikTok TikTok name. name. P Money. That that's why I'm recognizing this name. Yeah. P Money, but broke. (laughs) 
rings a bell. Jamila, Love I it. send you TikToks. You don't respond. What the heaven in hell? I don't really use TikTok. Hell? I know. I don't really use TikTok. Because you know, it's because what? I'm Canceled. Racist. Um, okay, yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm really torn about TikTok. And I understand that they stopped hiding the, you know, the hashtags and stopped being suppressive or whatever. But, um I still, I still got, I got to meditate on it a little bit more. Yeah. So that's why y'all are gonna see shitty content on Instagram and YouTube from me. Period. Period. Whatever. Whatever. TikTok only likes the young folk, anyways. So. I know. I feel. I feel elderly next to all the kids. Hey, money. Didn't you do in at Barrington a Bill Finn cabaret? We okay. So that's like the name of the cat. Like he used to work there. So. Um, there was like a cabaret studio that we would perform. Like it was like a nine thirty ten like nighttime like Ooh. bar open cabaret setting. Um, and we did a cabaret. Our theme was obsessions. Um, and so we all it was like obsessions and addiction. And so we were all assigned like a song to sing. I was assigned. I've got you under my skin, Cole Porter, the least page song ever. So of course we made it very like jazzy and like, we like uh, did a little twist on it, but that was cool. Um, yeah, so, and then he came and he actually came and like sat in on our read through. No four. big deal. No, no. Bill? William? Bill. William Bill came? Was there. Bill was there, but he was just kind of sitting in the background looking like kind of grumpy. But he, he looks like a sweetie, but kind of grumpy. Um, And, you know, just taking his little notes. And then, yeah, so Billy Boy. I love Billy Boy. I'm a huge Billy fan. Boy. I love his work. Love his work. Love Spelling Bee was the first show I saw on Broadway. Have I said that on really? this podcast? Did you meet Greg when you did when you saw Spelling Bee on Broadway? Can I tell you when I house sat for him, and he he had told me his story about how he started in Chicago and then he moved to the New York company. I had brought my playbill from that night, and yeah, Greg was in it. And you know what? He actually signed it, didn't he? You have his autograph in there. Right. But I was no, going to say, did you ask him to sign it? it? No, but isn't that kind of strange? Like I should ask him to sign it, but isn't that kind of strange? I, that's, it, it is one of those things. I am a firm believer of everything does fall into place and everything happens for a reason and there are no coincidences. My first Broadway show, I was in the same room as my future teacher and I didn't know it at the time. Yeah. What? <laughs> go, wait, go ahead. Wait, I was saying how I loved your live quarantine video. My whole oh, family, thank you. my whole family. Aww. Noah had me go That's... on his, and I was like, I was like, yeah. But Jamila got the whole family. Literally, my mom was like, <laughs> she's on the screen. <laughs> like we're all sitting around. Nadine was there. Nadine watched <laughs> this girl blossom, and, and he was wearing his like sparkly jacket. What's his name? The host, Phil. Phil Slows. Phil. Phil from SpongeBob on Broadway. Yes, oh, really? no, those, yeah, he was, and he, I think he was a swing, but he mostly pay, played uh, Patrick. Okay. Hot. Yeah, he was an extension. Yeah. No, I'm so glad that y'all watched it. That's so fun. Thank amazing. you. Killed it. Thank you. My mother was my manager that week, and she also was my set designer, so you can thank <laughs> the, the lights and stuff. Uh, thank her for that. I have to give her credit, because she'll get upset if I don't. But, yeah. And you sang, um, say it with me. A Bill Finn song. Bill Finn. We are Bill Finn queens. I love Billy Finn. We, the, Come on. The trifecta. Yes. 
All of us have sang Bill Finn at some point in our career, correct? Yeah. We did Spelling Bee my senior year. Who were you? Marcy. <laughs> of course you were. Can I get a little woe is me? No, no. She's, <laughs> no, not I Ma- speak Marcy. Six. Um, I speak six languages. Six languages. And I, guys, like, where, they, where there's that little like dance break of like doing all of her tricks, you know I had to pull in one of my hip hop freezes. <laughs> like, oh my God. Did you do the headstand? Yes. No, I'm, you like, didn't. I was like, something at the same time. It was just huh. incredible. Paige did, played a foreign exchange student. Mm. Gonna have to cancel her for yellow face. Job, um, job, job. Right, where did you? Where, where were you a foreign exchange student from? Italy, like where, where you <laughs> from? Yeah. How'd you justify it? I, you know, we we look to, and he's the name of the creepy director of my high school. But yeah. Oh, am I supposed to beep that out in post? You don't have to. <laughs> he knows. knows Say the their names. <laughs> Hashtag say their name. Hashtag period, period, periodicity, periodic table. Um, so speaking of opening your purse, let's get into the activism portion of this podcast. Um, before I ask you, Paige, um, what philanthropies or nonprofits you'd like to plug on the pod, I would like to take a moment to, I guess, announce, even though people might have heard it at this point, by the time this podcast is published, um, the passing of Nick Cordero from Waitress and Bullets Over Broadway. He uh, passed due to complications with COVID-19. And it's just really interesting. And it's really unfortunate that it takes somebody that like somebody either knows personally or somebody that somebody looks up to for them to understand the seriousness of a virus or some sort of illness or disease or something like that. So I just wanted to like take time to honor him and uh, wish his family well. And I also wanted to plug his family's GoFundMe, which we will include in the link in our campsite under the A is for activism section. But if you want to go look at it right now, it is titled Support Amanda Klutz, Nick Cadero, and Elvis. If anybody wants to contribute a dollar to to their um, funeral funds and funds for their newborn son. It is a bit raw. I mean, this just happened not even an hour before we started recording. We all got this news and Jamila sent this in our group chat. But gosh, it really puts into perspective. I mean, the only perspective I think we have for this as theater artists is you know, how many artists of an entire generation were lost because of the AIDS virus. And we're starting to see mm-hmm. legendary artists of, you know, that have influenced theater like Nick Cordero, Tony nominee, Nick Cordero, uh, Terrence McNally. I don't know. It's, it's really hard to put into words. And especially I, the only reason I am tying the two links between these two just terrible viruses is, you know, their effect on the arts community as well as the government response. And mm-hmm. I hope this strikes a chord with people. I'm worried that this kind of news is just going to keep happening. And the people that don't want to wear masks, you know, this is just going to fly right over their heads. Another Broadway actor just killed by this terrible disease that could have been stopped. Well, if the president read his damn briefs, I don't want to sound like Joy Behar on my podcast, but... But you love Joy Behar. I, 
I'm mad and we should be mad. We should be mad. But that's why we have to be proactive, you know, and we all have to go out and like do something about it, whether that be staying at home, wearing masks, PPE, making sure your friends and family are safe. I think that there's nothing wrong with being worried for people and taking care of those that you care about and even the people around you. But it gets to a point where sometimes people don't want to be helped. And at that point, what are you going to do? You got to just, I guess, worry about yourself at that point. People can be stubborn. I feel like, I mean, as your E says too, just like educating as much as possible now, because I feel like with everything going on now, that's what that's just something everyone can do. And there's always more to learn, especially with this virus, like everything's changing day by day. So I think just keeping ourselves informed and our like friends and family is super important and valid as well. I agree. Education is important. Paige, you're the work that you're doing right now, you were telling me before the podcast, a great lady once said, I believe the children are our future. Can you tell us a little bit about the work you're doing? You said you're a teacher. Yeah. Now. Oh, yes. she's, she's turned from a degree, a degree. Uh, wh- what is it? Uh, oh my gosh. I forgot. <laughs> she's two degrees hotter at this point. Mm, so yeah. So I studied, I grew to education. Um, originally I was double major and then the education school had a double majoring in theater because I guess they had a lot of like field studies that you couldn't cross over with like I couldn't do any shows then and stuff like that so I stepped down from that and now I had a minor in that in public health which is also apropos to what's going on right now um but um which I also didn't even really know about public health until I took one class from my cognate. It was like intro to public health. And I immediately fell in love because I felt like it covered a lot of issues that we just like super, super important pressing issues that we don't touch upon um, in school. And I feel like it's very, it's knowledge everyone needs to know. Um, So and even if I don't do anything with that, just more to like advocate for issues. Um, but going back to education, um, my best friends from home, like my high school friends, um, who we all met through our theater company, um, we recently started a program called Webcast. And um, basically the whole idea of it is, is we're teaching classes to from I think our youngest student has been like three. Like we did like like a (laughs) long for little kids to like one of our friends taught an opera class and the oldest student was literally like 68. Um, But I typically teach like, yeah. So I typically teach like the elementary and middle school students, but um, just we were teaching them. Like I teach a monologues class every week and um, theater games and like some like Disney sing-alongs or like how to like um, how to uh, there's a bunch of different ones like how to um, analyze a script stuff like that but um and it's donation based so our proceeds on our website went to um, the DC Arts Fund to support um, our local artists that are also struggling during this time. Um, so it's been very beneficial. And I think in the beginning of quarantine, that was as I'm sure we all felt, but like, especially 
this being our senior year, Jamila was kind of like, okay, like also we had just started rehearsals for American Idiot, like was supposed to be doing a show over summer and then like all of that shut down. So I felt like I had this like creativity, like I felt like it was like sucked for me. And um, so this has been like a great way to stay involved and to also just like inspire and teach these students and kids. And I think that even the way that our, my friends and I said it was, that was how we became friends was through art and through a common love for theater and performing. And it's been really cool because a lot of these kids were home alone with their parents and it's very different. They can't go to school. They're not used to this, like not being able to have that social interaction. So um, it's been really great. Um, even just as, creating a community of students and inspiring kids from like a young age to pursue their dreams, even like in the hardest and most troubling of times. But um, I don't know. I genuinely think that it's the arts that are keeping us all alive. So, yeah. I agree. And I think that's so cool that you do that. I didn't even know. That's amazing work that you're doing. So would you say that the DC Arts Fund is a nonprofit or a philanthropy that you would recommend and is there another one that you think that our listeners should look into yeah one um so definitely anything to support the course um but also um to touch upon like black lives matter and all of that going on right now um one of the organizations that I had been like looking into with my friends and my sisters was um, the black women's health imperative. And so again, like I said, um, studying public health and learning about healthcare and the importance of it and the injustices that so many individuals are facing. Um, I think that's a stressing issue right now, especially. And um so basically it the title kind of says it all but it's just to improve like health and wellness and well-being for um black women and girls um and i just find that it's super like a very very important issue to touch upon especially right now when not only are we seeing these injustices that have been going on for ever in our country but are finally coming to a head where everyone is noticing and becoming conscious of this racial injustice. And um, again, with a pandemic going on, health issues. So I think that's something that um, a very great organization to look into. So yeah, I highly recommend anybody donating or researching or doing all that they can to open your purse. Open your purse. Stand and voice, be a voice for the voiceless. Exactly. So. Yo, and not to say that this is like a, a date to be, uh, to put in the history books, but y'all, it's been a month since quote unquote Blackout Tuesday. You know, what have you done? What have you, what, what have you done what have for you black done? lives? Other than, Period. gosh, post a black the street square. And post a black square. And, and yeah. hey, 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 and, 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 hey, we took off all the blackface episodes from Hulu. So, hey. We did, but we didn't ask for it. We didn't ask for that police that, reform. That is, I know, right? Like, <laughs> like, it's like oh, we did people it. People are going around. They're going around. There's like three 
main demands that people are asking for. And they're like, we'll do everything else but the three things that you're asking but, for. Oh my God. Jamila, you want... Wait, go ahead, Paige. Oh, I pull it up. Oh, no, no. I was just saying, it's like, okay, great. And, and now what? <laughs> this is uh, from so a drag next? queen in Chicago, Ari Gato. This is a tweet she posted. If I see one more copy and paste, actors are out of jobs until 2021, Broadway's closed till 21 status on Facebook, I'm going to scream. Fuck your jobs. The last check you picked up was your $250 non-equity stipend. Please shut the f*** up and post something about black lives because the closest thing you're going to get to Broadway is getting off the red line at Berwyn and crossing the street to get Chipotle. Please be f***ing quiet. No. Well, although I agree, I, 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 think, <laughs> I think I'll say most of the people... I've seen copy and paste that status have also been very active about Black Lives Matter, so I can't get mad at them. But it is for those people who are not the silent ones. Yeah, in my experience, that has not been the case. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Jamila says that she's crossing her arms, (laughs) pursing her lips Mm. for the listeners. Thank you. Gosh so unfortunate you know you truly hate to see it but what you do love to see is Paige being a mentor to young kids i mean Paige, you probably do don't see, see of course you don't see an immediate uh change in what you're doing you know if you are teaching a three-year-old disney sing-alongs but gosh what does that lead to that leads to them finding a passion for the arts you know just mm-hmm. one disney sing-along gets and, and a nine ninety nine subscription to Disney Plus, you know they watch <laughs> all those movies. They fall in love with music that you know. And now Hamilton—that's a big thing we didn't cover. Hamilton's now streaming on Disney Plus. That's pretty big. The access that people have to theater right now—it's yeah, right probably greater than it's ever been before. So, and not to say that you're brainwashing kids, Paige, but gosh, are you leading them in a direction that? <laughs> does make change yeah listen give them about 10 years page they're all going to be wearing your little theater hats oh that's your friends my theater hats brennan do you know my theater hat explain i have like two hats that like literally make me look like um hillary duff circa 2006 um and they're just these like i wish i had it but i packed it up already Period, curiosity, periodic table. And on that note, Brennan, do you have any closing remarks before we all go? Well, gosh, other than that, I haven't been watching any A24 movies. Paige, what's I've the last- I've been on a binge, what? Oh, what have you been watching, I've watched Paige? so many. What have you been watching, Jamila? What have you been watching, Paige? In the last week, I saw The Farewell. <gasps> I saw Last Black Man in San Francisco, and I oh. watched Climax. Paige? If I'm being honest, I literally haven't, Today, watching Hamilton is like the first TV I've watched since I've been down here because I've just been packing, moving. And as we speak, you guys are actually currently, we're in intermission right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, but it honestly, what I'm so excited about it is it's definitely starting the conversation for everyone, you know, theater, making it, like you said, accessible. And it's very well done. It's very well filmed. Like I was expecting it to be, a little janky. Like a bootleg. But... A bootleg on Disney Plus. <laughs> like, but like, yeah, you girl, because we all seen the bootleg. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jamila, awesome. do you have Disney Plus? I got it just to watch Hamilton. Dang. I will be canceling the subscription. I'm sorry. Oh. I can't afford it. But 
I will spend the month watching like Proud Family and stuff, and then I'm gonna. Oh my! Proud Family's not on Disney Plus. Yes, it is. Show the mama. They'll push your buttons and make you wanna hug them. It's a family thing, a family proud, proud family, proud family. No, you have to watch it. No, also okay. So like, we'll have to talk about this on this next episode. But there's a lot of things that I've gone back and watched and realized how mildly too severely problematic they are. Such as the Proud oh. Family. There's actually a lot of things in Proud Family that I was like, "What? Oh my god! Like, can you say that? You can't say it. like a lot of the stuff they said in 2000, like for like early Disney's. You literally cannot say that now. Probably never. Well, you know what I recently saw too. I saw a clip from That's So Raven, and it was it was mm-hmm. amazing because it was discussing racism through. Oh, mm-hmm. It was discussing racism through throughout America and it was just like I felt like it was very naturally it was very very well done where it felt Mm -hmm. super honest and true and I don't know and I was like Raven always knew I was always a fan I was always like the the Black History Month episode of That's a Raven I recall (gasps) when all the ghosts come in to Corey's room yeah Yeah. I like that one and then the episode where Chelsea gets the job over Raven because Raven's black. I don't hire black people. (laughs) She was too overtly racist. Literally the first Karen. The birth of Karen. (laughs) Oh, Karen. It's the first time we've mentioned Karen She really was. But that says something. I hope Karen doesn't come for me. Yeah, no, and that was... That was like not twenty years ago, but almost, and so and it it just sucks that that's is still relevant today. My favorite Disney Channel original movie actually is The Color of Friendship. I don't know if you, I've never seen, seen it. Yes, it's about a family. It's a black family in America who open their house to becoming like a host family for an African exchange student but she's actually she's South white. African and she's a white South African. And so they did not know that. And they're very surprised by this whole thing. And at first there's a little bit of tension and stuff, but the, the, cause the family has a daughter the same age as the girl and the two have to work out their differences. And in the end they realize like how similar they are. And it's all about unity and all about how like, we don't need to let our race um define our friendship and it's a very beautiful film like disney snapped on that one and nobody really talks about it but i remember that it happened and it's like a really deep movie a really sad movie for it to be a disney channel movie but like it's definitely it's definitely a good watch very educational and the e is for what education and on that note Brennan, do you have any closing remarks? You just asked me for mine and I gave them and it led to this. <laughs> right. So I'm like, do we need to redo that? <laughs> Paige, uh, Paige, uh, I can't thank you enough for responding to my uh, TikTok DM when you were probably out partying. I sent it to you at midnight, didn't I? <laughs> please, please keep sending me TikToks. Oh, you know it. You don't have to ask me twice. You'll you'll get like 20 by tomorrow morning. Period. Follow P money but broke. And thank you guys for having me. This was so much fun. It was so nice. And also really plug cute. webcast. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Webcast. Everybody look it up. I actually think it's a dot org. Let me look. It's I think it's yes. Okay. The website is webcast-connect.org. 
And there you could find the donation link for um, the theater arts scene, DC theater fund. Um, and yeah, if you have, if you know anybody that any kids, any teen, any tween that are interested in taking classes, let me know and let them know. Spread the word. Spread the arts. Spread the love. Of course. That's hot. Well, and and remember, she's at, to us. she's at P Money on TikTok. Uh, she's got 156 <laughs> followers now. I want to see 200 by the end of this episode. Period. Also, Paige, plug your other social medias. Where can um, people find you? Insta at PageC22. And Twitter is at Salufo, C-I-L-L-U-F-F-O dash page. You're on tint Twitter. I just made it. Tw- okay, so I was a, I was a, loved Twitter in high school. And then I deleted it all throughout college. And then during quarantine, I was like, I need to see some funny tweets in my life. Oh my God. So I literally have, tw- I have like 20 followers, but. You I, have I'm 716. Have you, you know? No, no. Okay. That's my other Twitter. That's my other Twitter. Which one did I tell you? Which one are we following? There's two. Oh, that was, that's my high school one, I think. Does high that, school one. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, let me see. I just wanted to make a new one, you know? Oh, I like my. I got you. It's at Salufo page, no dash. Oh, that, there she blows. It's a picture of me in a rainbow. It's so aesthetically pleasing. And you and the gals, that your sister-deters. Is that the sister-deters? That's the sister-deters. There they are. Love that. Love that for you. Incredible. Jack Sparrow is my only celebrity lookalike. That's the one. That. One of the strangest yeah, things I've learned during 2020 is how essential bowling alleys are to the United States. Why were they so quick to open those? Paige, a philosopher of our time. Jabuki is quick. Wait, you got, you got to do the follow-up. It's a picture of Arwen from Sweet Life is Zack and Cody bowling. Because <laughs> if you remember the iconic episode, I said Arwen is waiting in the wings. Gosh. <laughs> and really shame on Sweet Life of Zack and Cody for not tackling racism. Like, come on. Show some respect. Everybody was white except for Brenda Song. Mr. Mosby. Mr. Mosby. And Esteban. I know. Esteban. Was- that is true. He was Hispanic. Yeah, they should have they should have tackled racism. But then they but instead they wanted to do a whole musical number when you stay at the Tipton. The Tipton puts you on top. <laughs> wait, wait, or I have beef between my chicken. I'm at a loss without my flaws. Without my flaws. We should have done that show instead of Pirates. Oh, it would have been better. I think there's only one way to close out this episode. Oh, I can cook too. On top of the rest, my seafood. My seafood's the the best best in the town. Yes, I can cook too. Take it, Paige. Cook three. My sugar's the sweetest around. (laughs) And on that note, everybody, I'm Joe Mohammed. I'm Brennan Staff. That's Paige. I'm Paige. Salute that. Bye. me. Gals, this was fun. Guys, very fun. Wow. Boy, does B have a lot of editing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Don't miss any names. I never claim to be good at editing.